Hello, you fantastic listeners, you, Jack here. If you were hearing this, you've probably already guessed that this was another lengthy episode, so we're splitting it up again. Be sure to tune in for the second half in a few weeks. Oh, and also, f- fuck this movie. Enjoy! Gentlemen, you realize what we've found. Who knows what waits for us in nature's no man's land? Those hands and those eyes! You've got to do something about it, you've got! Baffling questions, astounding questions. Earthly or unearthly? Is it human or inhuman? In an ancient time, Earth was nearly destroyed. Not by man, but by gods from the sky. Seven mystics banded together to fight the invaders. They created the Dragon Balls. Now the signs have appeared again. The evil has returned. Only one chosen warrior has the power to defeat this threat. I'm not ready for this. You are the only one who can do it. With this Dragon Ball, I take my vengeance upon the Earth. We have to find the Dragon Balls before the Eclipse. Let's go. We'll go. But we go together. Cool. This spring, the battle for our world. Who are you? Will begin. talk about this <laughs> dragon ball evolution hello and welcome to another episode of it came from the bottom <laughs> brought to you by head games entertainment once again i'm jack i'm zip i'm adina <laughs> Sorry. we're talking about dragon ball evolution this week <laughs> Jack is so unhappy right now. This isn't a been a good day, guys. <laughs> I finished this just before you all got here. Uh, mm. But you've seen it before. I have. I have. I, I should say, folks, that this is... Okay, there are three movies out there that I consider to be, for me, my least favorite of all time. I hate them beyond all else. I have legitimately gotten angry when watching them before. This is one of them. And I wasn't looking forward to this episode for that very reason. He's been talking about it for weeks. Yep. <laughs> I, I I was not looking forward to this. Nope. But again, having watched it now, I, I have some some thoughts that have changed, some things I can forgive more than I did when I first saw it, but things I can also hate more than when I first saw it, too. We'll get to that. But uh, I guess opening thoughts on this one, did you guys have any any 
any did you guys know much about it going in no 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 i i I have several friends who have been fans of the dragon ball anime series for a while i've heard about it but i've never actually watched it or knew really any of the characters or anything like that i'm in the same boat for me uh (laughs) dragon ball was one of the biggest influences of my childhood i grew up with it for a long time i've seen the entire series yes even gt and uh, it was a big part of sh- of of shaping me into the uh, the giant man baby that I am. <laughs> uh, right next to me is a pop vinyl of Vegeta. I have the complete series on DVD. I have Trunks's sword from Dragon Ball Z, the sequel series, hanging in my bedroom right now. I'm a bit of a fan, a bit, and um, I think it's fair to say, and you guys could probably pick it up from the movie without the the context that mm-hmm. this movie probably wasn't made for the fans of the show no i <laughs> i don't know it's yes and no for me because it definitely was not made for someone who had no prior knowledge of the series because they just throw names and facts at you at a rapid speed pace, and if you don't pick up on it the first time, you're going to be completely lost. Yeah, absolutely. I still don't remember half the names of the characters in this movie. Just oh because no, because they're said once and then and then we never keep going. again. Yeah, so I so I think that in answer to your question, I think they made it for the fans or with the 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 idea that people coming to see this movie will already know the series, right? Yeah. And in doing so, completely left out those who were unfamiliar at all. So they were not going to gain any new fans with this movie. Oh, no. you could say they maybe lost some over this. I'm sure right. they did. Yes. I, and, I, and I feel that's exactly why this is on the bottom 100 list, is simply because all of the fans of the original series who just absolutely hated this movie. Oh, I, I completely agree. Yeah, I, as someone coming in from the outside, just watching it, I'm like, okay, well, this is one of those forgettable summer action flicks. I would have seen it, I would have gone, eh, and then never thought about it again. I never would have rated it like a one or anything because I didn't have all that baggage coming in. So, right. yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> I I have mixed thoughts on that. I, I had I tried watching this movie because I you know now I realize especially with this podcast a movie has to be self reliant. You can't hold it accountable for not following to because the thing with Dragon Ball is especially the, the beginning show like the show itself Dragon Ball has a sequel called Dragon Ball Z which is a much longer series and more popular in pop culture nowadays. But the Dragon Ball series itself is what this is directly based on, right? And it is a huge, huge story. So I'm not going to be too hard mm-hmm. on it now because of that, just because it's like telling every single comic issue of Superman, essentially, right. in one movie, which you just can't do. Yeah, if you, I mean, this is a series that spanned how many episodes? I mean... Uh, h- hundreds. Hundreds of episodes. This movie came in at an hour and 17 minutes. Exactly. That's before the credits. Right. Exactly. An hour and 17 minutes. You, right. And they tried to tell an entire storyline in that time. And there's no way. And, and you can been tell. Done. You, you can, can tell. Do it. There's all this <laughs> history that they, you know, that they just sort of had to gloss over in order to get it at this runtime. And even then, there must be stuff that they cut out or, or oh, glossed oh. over really quickly. Because there were clear holes in the, in the storyline oh, yeah. of this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel this probably could have been easily like an hour 45. Mm-hmm. If they least. had properly 
taken the time to explain everything the way they should have, but... Yes. Nope. Correct. Okay, Zip, before we jump into the plot, mm -hmm. what is the synopsis that IMDb has listed for this Uh, movie? Well, there are two uh, synopses that have been uh, submitted here on IMDb. The first one, which is the short and sweet one, is actually a description of the original story for, like, the manga series. (laughs) um, It has nothing to do with this movie. Uh, So I'm just going to skip that one and read uh, the other one who was submitted in someone who I think was trying to use perfect English and failed miserably. Um, But just gird your loins for this one (laughs) here we go the story begins with goku who seeks out upon his adoptive grandfather grandpa gohan's dying request to find the great master roshi and gather all seven dragon balls that is one sentence (laughs) beginning of new sentence of which he has one comma, in order to prevent the evil Lord Piccolo from succeeding in his desire to use the Dragon Balls to take over the world, period. (laughs) And Goku's quest is to obtain the mystical Dragon Balls before Piccolo does, period. So that was written by someone who liked this movie, I can only assume. (laughs) Um, I'm guessing so. Uh, but yeah. Do you want to hear the other one? Just to get fire away. The young warrior Son Goku sets out on a quest, racing against time and the vengeful King Piccolo to collect a set of seven magical orbs that will grant their the wielder unlimited power. <laughs> hmm. Don't think that's exactly right. Nope. Well, before we jump into the plot, I'm just going to put a quick disclaimer out there. Again, acknowledging that I'm a pretty big fan of the source material, I am not going to be going on a tangent every single time they do something that isn't accurate to the source material. All I will say is there will be three. I'm only allowing myself three (laughs) times this entire episode in which I will directly compare, and I've thought long and hard about which ones I'm going to do, and I have a good reason for each of these respectively. So that's how much I'm allowing. If you guys have any questions about anything throughout the podcast, fine. But that's how much I'm letting this be. So it's not a lecture. Let me go ahead and and then just throw this out here. Why the the term evolution in the title? Do you think that maybe that was was trying to explain what they were doing? Like we're taking the storyline and we're evolving it into another way of telling this story because the the series doesn't take place in the future does it it does and it doesn't i mean there's okay. a the, the it's an alternate earth essentially okay because there's dinosaurs still roaming around but they also have some futuristic technology with the, what we see later with the capsules that actually is a mm-hmm. thing that exists in the dragon ball universe okay. but for the most part it's it's about the same they got the time period right aside from the dinosaurs not being there right. which well i mean this is uh, it, it's just very it's very strange because there are some moments where you think like okay we're in this time period like the you know with so this is 
sort of feudal Japan kind of looking buildings yes. and society that we're sort of in. But yet it starts off with Goku going to high school in a completely futuristic. Yes. Well, I mean, a modern high school setting, but yet in the future. Mm-hmm. Right. So they're all dressed as the you got the cool kids. None the of them jocks. are Asian. Except for one, mm. uh, so that, that's a, that's and see that's another. Okay, hold on. <laughs> that's another question: is that is this actually just because it is an anime from Japan? Does that mean it is set in Japan? Because you know, later on there are multiple Asian characters or actors at least. But then everybody else is completely different racially. So it, it's, I, I don't know. It's, it seems Very sort confusing. of like a hodgepodge. But they never tell us where this actually takes place. It's true. There is no location giving, given at any time. Right. No matter where they Except are. Except for when they go find, go to find Master Roshi. They, right. They say a place then. Because it's, it's in the middle of a bustling city. And that could right. be... Um, Could you know, be anywhere. A, a near futuristic Tokyo. Right. By the look of things. Right. Yeah, almost like Neo Tokyo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, a popular setting in many anime. Yes. <laughs> well, with that said, let's just go ahead and jump straight into the plot. We have a opening narration by, I guess this was Gohan, I think. Okay. Grandpa? I'm pretty sure it was by Grandpa Gohan. Mm-hmm. Uh, opening narration explaining everything that's already happened. And... So, apparently, thousands of years ago, this demon king named Piccolo, not Piccolo, Piccolo, right. yeah, and his disciple Uzaru, I'm already getting upset, <laughs> are destroying the planet. They're bringing down civilizations, causing mayhem everywhere, mm-hmm. and they're put away by the, I, I believe it was called the Mufaba, what was the... There, there's a special jar that this order, right. this this holy order, brought out and trapped him inside it, encased him in the bowels of the earth for thousands of years, until now. Already got some problems. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. What? Yeah. Why? Number I- one, <laughs> this whole opening narration is set to like this this astrological like you know light show imagery of these different beings. It already shows who Uzaro is, which is a problem for me, which I'll get to later. But there's so much in this whole movie. There's so much fucking orange and blue <laughs> contrast. There's more there than is. a fucking there Michael really Bay is. movie. <laughs> yeah, it gets ridiculous. It's to mm-hmm. an extent, but this is just launching you right into the just the mess of it, and it doesn't even say how how Piccolo gets out. And yeah, the movie it never, never, never solves it. Never no. explained. Never explained. It just oh he nope. got out. He somehow. got out and has an airship and a henchwoman. Yes. Who is never explained. Right. No. no. Does she is she ever named? Yeah, her name is Mai. <laughs> I know that because she's in the anime. Yeah, but if she ever is she well, ever you named know in the that, movie? But yeah. We don't. No, no, there's yeah. no establishment. She's exactly. Never, yeah. Right. And that's the exact exactly yeah, what yeah. you're referring to. Well, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like unless you actually know these characters going in, it's a lot of it is not really explained at all. Right. And they do <laughs> And they do call him Piccolo in the movie, yeah. They, they I wasn't eventually. just hearing that. Eventually. They, they just yeah. call him Piccolo. They just switch. Yeah. 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 Uh, which is the s- 
I'm sorry. It's the stupidest name ever. Right. It's the stupidest it, name, especially for who's supposed to be the, the main villain. The big bad. If you he's say little, it, Piccolo. He's a little, I'm like, little teeny weeny He's a tiny flute? Yeah. That is a, a, a direct translation from the show and mm-hmm. a, and just a minor thing on this one, he has henchmen who are also named after p- uh, instruments. Oh, great. So it's just one of those things that just they carried over. And Piccolo is a big character from the from the anime. He's right. probably the biggest antagonist in the Dragon Ball series itself. Right. And yeah, so, I mean, even without knowing the series, I knew him. I knew that character yeah. because he's green. Right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, the green guy. And, and I knew his name was Piccolo, but I never... I didn't expect him to actually say Piccolo. Cut to black. Mm -hmm. And we hear Gohan say, the first rule is there are no rules. Well, then it's not a rule, is it? (laughs) No. Yeah. (laughs) The most contradictory statement ever. The best and worst line in the whole movie. Pretty much. And it gets said again later. Because it comes up again later. Yeah. Mm I, I, I will disagree with that for reasons to come. (laughs) That's fine. Slow-mo shot of our... Hero, Goku, mm-hmm. who this entire time, every time it shows a slow mo shot of him too, just looks high as shit. Yeah, <laughs> and again, he really. Do, and I think that's just the actor, but yeah, yeah, oh, he really does have that stoned expression a lot. This guy, and they cast a white guy to play Goku. Ah, okay. So here comes Adina's. This is when I get pissed off, which Go ahead. you know. Go ahead, okay, please. So honor your source material. Now I know that. You know, we we have to adapt things for film and whatever. But this is the same problem I have with the never-ending story. Goku is a Japanese name. You're doing a Japanese anime adaptation film. Can you goddamn have your main goddamn character be Japanese? Goddamn it. Can you? Is it possible? Why is that not possible? Which is why I brought (laughs) up the question to begin with. Are we actually in Japan? And later on, we learn that he's not actually from this earth. Right. No. Okay. So. Still. I I get that. That he was sent. Whatever. But. In the f- when, before the movie even gets into that, mm-hmm. he's calling Gohan his grandfather. Correct. Okay? And it's not like adopted grandfather. Okay? Well, he doesn't say that. But right. But even so, you on at first blush, you're like, dude, the guy's white. Mm-hmm. It don't make no sense. So, for me, you know, never-ending story in the book, the main character is a pasty, white, fat kid. Okay, and in Never Ending Story, the movie, oh, it's yeah, a skinny okay. white kid. Okay, yeah. fuck you. All right, don't fucking do that. So if you're gonna have a kid, and his name is Goku, okay, <laughs> so God forbid we should see right. a person of color as the hero. Okay, mm-hmm. that and that's where uh, this movie pissed me off the most. We did have Asian characters. We had them. They're there. So God, why can't Goku be one? Right? Oh, there's no telling. Instead, uh, he's I, some Michael J. I, Fox knockoff. Yeah. Not even close. I don't want to argue, but it can yeah. still be explained. I know it can be. I know with, it can be explained. With the explained. alien thing, but with still. With the alien thing. It, it, still. It doesn't matter. It doesn't... He, why should? Why does he have to be white? Because there are other characters that, that are still in this movie that are from Earth, that are from the anime, that are still white. Which is why I originally asked, is the original right. anime <laughs> actually set in Japan? 
It's implied, yes. I mean, the whole the whole series kind of takes place across the earth. I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's not really a. It's kind of up in the air on that one. It's it's kind of a difficult question to answer. And, because, and again, I th- and I think that I think that's the point. I, I, since it was left open to interpretation, that's how they decided to interpret it. Well, yeah. I call bullshit. Okay. And you're Just allowed saying. to. <laughs> I, I, if, ooh, and you're me. allowed to, but. It shouldn't be the final five minutes of the movie when it's actually explained True. how they're getting away with it. Right. Correct. Right. Because that's what happens. We exactly. finally reveal. Finally reveal. Yeah. So. How he's actually the adopted grandfather without saying it. Right. Well, but not until the final five minutes of the movie. Even if they were going to go with a white actor, fine, but they could have gotten a better one. I mean, when I first saw this movie, oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, see, that's my go. problem, yeah, that's yeah. is that he sucks. Right, yeah. he's no he good. He is a horrible actor. He will kill you, and Bulma, and Yamcha. They push me so far that I want to explode. He was murdered. I will avenge him. But before he he died, he asked me to find you and to tell you that Piccolo has returned. Really? They went with a guy from The Invisible for this movie to play Goku? He's, the he's, guy's not even muscular. And that's mm. kind of, at least for that age, that's kind of one of Goku's traits. He's a fighter. He's, exactly. But uh, No good. No good. But anyways, he's training with Gohan in these mountains. They're fighting on these ropes, and Gohan says to him, the first one to touch the ground loses, which, so much for there are no rules. Fine, whatever, <laughs> Gohan. <laughs> There's the first rule. There's the first rule. <laughs> and while they're fighting up here, Goku disarms his grandfather by kicking a terrible CGI bug into his mouth. Gulp. And then yeah. s- saying shit back and forth like "prepare to eat dirt." Already is again. Mm-hmm. I get that Dragon Ball's a kid show, but when you're trying to s- set up some of the darker undertones that this movie has going on with it, it right. you don't have any clue what audience they were targeting for this. None. No, not at all. It's no. just all over the place. You can do smart kid films. This is not one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually. I mean, I've. I thought the fight choreography for that sequence was pretty good. Yes. When you could tell what they were doing. Right. When you could tell what they were doing, yeah. Yeah, the fights in this movie were good. I didn't like them. I didn't like them. I liked them. I just, it's, it's, again, it's, just, it's a common thing, but just the whole quick jumps. You have some fantastic, uh, you have Chow Yun-Fat in this movie, who is a fantastic oh God, martial I artist. Him so much. Yes. Let us see what he's able to do, because the guy can move. And even if people like Justin Chatwin can't do it, shoot around that. But there are still some people in this movie who can fight. Right. And, yeah. But instead of reduce them to the comedic relief. Well, right. Which and is exactly there what was they a did lot of clown-ish. Well, and, and yeah. And, and that's the thing is, is that. Well, let, go ahead and finish the, the sequence, Jack. Uh, they're, they're fighting on these ropes. And mm-hmm. Goku starts to get the upper hand with, by kicking a bug into his granddad's mouth. Right. But then he returns fire literally in this case by firing a by basically air bending a, ch- a key attack back at yeah. goku which is essentially just pushing the air forward and knocking goku with a, a, essentially an energy blast energy force yeah right which and so which knocks him into the air he falls down and hits the ground and then comedically slides across the ground and smashes his head into a melon yeah that just happens to be 
stacked up at the bottom of this clothesline they were fighting mm-hmm. on or whatever. Yeah. And this is what set up my main disappointment <laughs> with the movie. My main disappointment. Because all of all of these little visual gags and things that they put in there to be funny, they tried to do them exactly how they do them in anime. And this is and it's not just Dragon Ball. Every fucking anime I have ever seen puts all these little visual gags of like sliding and, and smashing into a melon and then they come up with the big tweety stars over their heads. Right. They're like, ooh, you know, things like that. Yeah. That's fine. It has its place in anime. That's fine. Why would you try to physically represent that kind of comedy in a mo- in a movie that's supposed to be fairly serious or right. an action film? It, it undermined the entire movie. The entire thing. Yeah. The entire thing because there are moments that you're building up that are dramatic and then suddenly some ridiculously goofy things happens in a very cartoonish manner. Right. And it just undercuts everything. Yeah. Right. Oh, God. Yeah, it did. If they had if they had cut out all of those things, mm-hmm. this movie would have been so much better. Now, I'm not saying it would have been successful. No. But they, they undermined this movie's power every time they did something like that. Because that's yeah. that's how you keep destroying the the, the, the mood that you're going for. The right. tone. Yeah. The tone of this movie is all, all over, over the place. The place. Yeah. And it's all demonstrated here in just this first yeah. and this first right. three minute fight. You're absolutely right. Where he's supposed to be training and this is where everything that's wrong with the movie you're gonna see this over and over, over and, and over, over again. Can we talk? Can we go back to talking a little bit, just briefly? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna burn one of my three right now if I can. <laughs> do it about Goku himself. Sure, okay. yeah. Because do it. again, Justin Chatwin was the choice for this guy. Looking past the, the color of his skin, the character is completely way off the mark in this case. Anyone going into this as a fan of the series is going to be walking away disappointed because the kid is for the most part inept. I mean, he he's mm-hmm. got some fighting techniques that he's learned from his grandfather, but the whole point of the show was that Goku is this prodigy above all of his other peers, very much a savior kind of arc with him. He's able to master things that come to him with complete ease, and the whole purpose of the show is showing how he can push his limits that no other person could even meet in the first place. Exactly. Okay, and this makes me even madder well, now, further, knowing that, because yeah, I had no idea. Further than that, that his actual personality is completely, in, in a nutshell, he is representing a complete childlike innocence. Now, granted, in the show, he starts off when we meet him, he's five years old. Okay, fine, you put a, an older actor in there. I disagree with that choice, but fine, you wanted to get the kids to have someone to look up to instead of like, oh, this kid. Right. But still, there's a complete innocence to the character that is completely set aside because Goku does things like sneak out of his house uh, without telling his grandpa where he's going. He uh, he fantasizes about this girl that he's, has, that he's crushing on at school, mm-hmm. which Goku, again, in the show, his focus was fighting and learning to better himself as a fighter and also to eat food. Those were his <laughs> big things. Like he, he was very much a, a very pure type of person. He gets a cloud in the show that transports him around the world, and you can only stand on the cloud if you are pure of heart. And you never get that impression with this guy. He just seems like a typical, average, teenager. sometimes sleazy teenager. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The hell would you undermine the power of that character with this portrayal? Mm-hmm. Why the 
fuck. Yeah, exactly. It, uh, which goes back to the whole, the, you, you, they missed the tone because there's not a consistent one. No. Who are you marketing this movie to? Is it a kid's movie? Well, it could be. It's PG, with, so it may be, but... With, uh, w- I mean, with all of the s- silly, ridiculous stuff, sure, the kids are going to love that. But then the main storyline, you're going to have your hardcore fans of the anime, but then it turns into a stupid teenage comedy type movie. Right. It's basically With just all the high school shenanigans, and it's stupid. Let's go back on that. Uh, Goku goes to high school. Yeah. Goku goes to high school. <laughs> yes. That's this movie. When you meet him in the show, he didn't even know what a fucking car was. <laughs> and this is a guy who goes to high school. Yeah. <laughs> but still breathe, doesn't believe breathe. in himself. Breathe, Jack. Breathe. Oh, but but the movie keeps telling him to remember who you are. Know thyself. Yes, I know. Right. Everything from like the Lion King to the Matrix to every other fucking inspirational movie that mm-hmm. right. we've had come before this. They tell him every single piece of advice recycled from every single Ooh, yep. become the person you're supposed to be today. <laughs> and it's not until those final five minutes when everything's finally explained that he realizes, oh yeah, I just have to have faith in myself. And then suddenly he's the biggest badass on the face. And of the not earth. even. And like, it makes no sense. Yeah, the way he, he comes to terms with that, he he finds his ultimate power is the stupidest, most contrived piece no, of bullshit is. I've ever it seen is. in the movie. <laughs> but that's but that's an hour from now. Let's yes, continue. Right. <laughs> okay, so it's Goku's birthday. It's his 18th birthday. Yes. And his grandfather gives him for his birthday a Dragon Ball. Yes. Now, for those who don't know the show, this is established by the movie because we we covered this in the prologue as it well. Is. There are seven Dragon Balls that exist on the Earth. There are these strange spheres with a different star numbering from one to seven on each ball. And if you collect them all, you can make any wish, and it will come true because a dragon will come out of the Dragon Balls and then grant you that wish. That's the premise in the show, and that's where they keep true with this as well. So Gohan gives him a Dragon Ball. Goku goes to high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> To techno rave music playing in the parking lot. Just to remember, again, this this was made in the uh, 2000s. Yep. A uh, car runs over his bike, and we don't even... See, again, this is just why I did not like the fight choreography or the the shot the shots of the action in this movie because mm-hmm. a car uh, this jock runs over his bike but you don't even see how goku gets away like it just cuts to the bike suddenly getting run over while when just before goku was completely right. comfortable on on the bike right mm-hmm. and we meet a bully who calls him Giko. wow clever <laughs> You're in high school and you're going with elementary school level names. Of course, then again, I guess you're at least catering to the audience of this movie <laughs> intellectually. Which you were in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it's one of those things where Goku tries to stick up for himself and they put him to, like, come at me, Giko. And he won't do it because he's a better fighter and he can kick their ass, but he promised his grandfather he wouldn't fight anybody. And so he resorts to making these terrible poop faces <laughs> every single time he's trying to hold himself back. Like bat, like like he spent like 47 minutes eating nothing but the value menu at Taco Bell, like <laughs> shit faces. It gets to a point where you're just like, dude, <laughs> buy your just acting d- coach. Just go to the bathroom. Yeah. Seriously. yeah. Seriously. Or take a Pepto. Shit I mean, or get off the on. pot. Seriously. Cut to Piccolo's airship, again, which we have. It's a complete tonal shift because we get the whole high school wacky hijinks. Right, the the wacky hijinks of high school. And suddenly, like, 
gothic-looking airship in the sky. Piccolo's on it. He drops a ball of energy that he produces from his hand and blows yep. up a village. And this is how we know that he has somehow miraculously escaped yeah. Yeah. the big pot right. that was supposed sudden, to be buried in the here earth. He is. He's just suddenly up in the sky in a big airship and dropping energy balls right. from his hand. Like you do. Yeah, yeah. like you do. <laughs> and Mai is his henchman. She okay. is not green like Piccolo. She is uh, a human woman. Mm-hmm. And she can't do ki either. She she doesn't have any any right. Which is never abilities. explained who has ki, why you have ki, what ki is, until later... They mm-hmm. talk about airbending, yeah, but it is still never explained. But it's never explained. How do you know you have it? Exactly. And how do you, how do you discover it? How do you hone it? And when we and Jamie Chung's <laughs> character, <laughs> what? What'd you say? No, no. nothing. What'd you say? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I mean, Jamie Chung's character knows about key, but we never find out how she knows about key. Yeah, but the only if thing she has key. Yeah, and the and the only way we know that is because she runs up and, and she says, "Oh, I'm a fighter." I have key too. Right. Like, how have, does what? But we never see it. So, so what does that mean? Yeah, there's there, there's so much, especially for people who don't know the franchise at all. Exactly. Where I'm like, what? What's so key? Th- what none I- of the <laughs> mythology behind any of this is was explained. explained, and anything that they mentioned is just glossed over. Right. So yeah. it's like if you if you do not know anything about the Dragon Ball universe, you, you're never going to get anything right. from this. So movie. I don't think it you're was made left for people. Behind. Yeah, it and wasn't when made you do, for people then you who just get it. mad, like me. Th- yeah, right, exactly. And so they couldn't win either way because I felt like they were scared to explain things because they didn't want to turn mm-hmm. off, you know, their fans. But then they weren't even true to the source. But then they weren't true material. to the fans yeah. either yeah. Right. by changing everything. Yeah. But. Yeah, so Piccolo blows up this village and he steals a Dragon Ball. My steals it. My my does from yes. from my hobo in a barn character. <laughs> <laughs> so so it, it took it took some searching for my hobo in a barn, but especially because this one has no lines. But when the fireball comes and Mai comes to find the Dragon Ball, there's this lovely Japanese woman, and this is where we actually get some Japanese, which I even wrote down. Oh, good. Japanese. Yeah, they actually speak Japanese. And there were no subtitles, which I really appreciated also. Right. And so she ends up hiding with whom we presume to be either her Her child or her sister, somebody, underneath this, what could be a barn? The (laughs) floorboards. Could be a barn. And Mai discovers them, and um, this woman sacrifices herself for the child, and it's one of the most powerful performances in the entire movie, quite frankly. She's on for maybe a minute and a half and she's so she's just so stoic and committed and i cared about her and when she died i was sad so she's my hobo in a barn i don't even know her name yeah but she was hiding the first dragon ball that we see yes yeah after gohan well the 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 first one in the wild in the wild Yeah. yeah which is also never explained like wouldn't you think the dragon balls would be guarded or right, like right. Uh, well, this is a, this so is a many small Village, and so it it could maybe just because Piccolo hasn't shown up in thousands of years, and so maybe people just wouldn't think. I mean, a lot of people don't even know how the Dragon Balls work in this universe. Right. Goku didn't even know it when the anime started. So there's <laughs> so there's yeah. that. So yeah, I, I so I, I think it's more they the the Dragon Balls were scattered across the Earth. 
okay. in, in random out of the way places instead okay. of uh, well, keeping them somewhere. Everybody knows it's there. It's just heavily guarded. Well, and the thing is, at the end, too, they just sort of disperse. Right. So that makes more sense where they just sort of. Yeah. And then. And now you have to find yeah, them again. Now you have to find that, them. That, and that's the concept that the anime has going on with it, too. Okay. So. We and we see Piccolo every single time. Every single time he collects a Dragon Ball, it shows him taking it. Which, in a lot of cases, it just was unnecessary. You could have just said that he has two Dragon Balls in his possession when the movie starts, and then we'll see the other ones. But hey, we got. Yeah, that would have been so helpful because suddenly, when they, you know, when the one gets stolen about halfway in, when one gets stolen, they suddenly are like, "Oh, he has all seven. Really? Right. I only saw him grab two. Exactly. Where did Thank the you. other come right. from? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Context, people. Well, we cut back to Goku in school because that's what we were all missing. <laughs> He's in class and the teacher's discussing a an, uh, an impending lunar eclipse. Uh, big deal that comes up later. But during this time, he's zoning out, checking out this girl in class, and having like an American Beauty style fantasy about her. Like she's in like a field yep. of wildflowers and eating strawberries for some stupid reason. Adina looks so <laughs> oh mad. Oh my god, I was so mad. I'm like, what? First of all, I wrote, "What year are we in?" Because I had the futuristic right, mm -hmm. and then I wrote, "She's eating a strawberry in his fantasy." In a field? Because it's PG. <laughs> Strawberry field? <laughs> oh, snap. Yeah, stupid. Just, just fucked up stupid. <laughs> Don't do this to me, Zip. <laughs> Shark to pussy cat? <laughs> I'm already mad enough, man. Don't do this to me. And this next part's going to make me even madder. Oh, God. Here the, we go. The, the, because it's a high school cliche and he's having a fantasy. The teacher snaps him out of it and says, hey, Goku, what would our ancestors say about the eclipse? Which is a weird question Which to is ask. a very weird question, yeah. And he responds, beware the Namics. <laughs> Piccolo's a Namek. It says that in the beginning. I, 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 that's not one of my three, so I'm not going <laughs> to... Anyone who knows Dragon Ball Z know, knows why I should be upset about that. But uh, for those of us who don't, have no idea what that's supposed to mean. Right. Right. I, 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 I didn't even know what he said. I was like, yeah, I, And I what? wrote it down. I'm like, Nimix? Nimix? I didn't know what he was saying. Okay. Yeah. But I knew it was an alien thing. Sure. Right? Pickle is he an says that. Piccolo is an Amic. Nimix are mm -hmm. aliens. Piccolo is a bad egg. Okay. Okay. Nimix are peaceful people. Fair enough. So then it really doesn't make sense. That's basically like right. someone's going up to, to it's like Superman saying, Beware the Kryptonians. <laughs> oh, no, no. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So he's helping. Chi so this is where he actually meets this girl he's been fantasizing about, whose name is Chi Chi from the show. Okay. He helps her open her locker with Key, and she comes up to him. She's like, Hey, you know Key? I know Key too. That's so hot. You should cut my party tonight. <laughs> Basically, yes. Yeah. That's how that scene goes. Yeah. That's what it chops up to. She even says something like, just because my name is Chi-Chi doesn't mean I'm stupid or something. Right. And he's like, there's stupider names than Chi-Chi. It's like, your name is Goku and you're white. Exactly. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. yeah. Calling the kettle just black there, Goku. Stupid, awkward, the, the dumb dialogue really, really scene that we don't dialogue. need. And then, and then we see her house. She lives in a goddamn in castle. A yeah. <laughs> it's a castle. What the fuck? <laughs> to their credit, it's kind of true to the anime. So I can't. I okay. can't. Okay. I, okay. I, I can't. But still. I can't. She lives in a goddamn castle. 
Well, it's his, it's his birthday, and so his grandfather has made Goku a cake. But again, because apparently he, in this translation he's a shit, he sneaks out without telling his grandfather where he's going. Mm-hmm. And then just like leaves him there, his sad grandpa all alone with like this birthday cake. And the, like when it cuts back to him, all the candles have melted down to nubs. And he's just sitting there by himself, just like all sad and shit. And then even when we cut back to him and he's uh, just a few minutes later and he's talking to Chi Chi, he even says to her, I wrote it down. Every year on my birthday, my grandfather and I sit down and have a cake. We, he I knows wrote, his grandfather has the cake ready for him. He and wrote, yet he I still had to, chose. I had to write it. I had to write it down because I was in such shock. Yeah. I, ever since I can remember, me and my grandpa celebrate my birthday at the exact same time. Call it. He calls it my grand entrance. So I wrote, "Shouldn't you be honoring that, motherfucker?" Or at least saying, that hey. moment is right now, and you know, right? He could that you are doing looked, this. He looked at the moon. He knew he was born at that moment, and he's talking with the girl, and we, we you know what, how all this could have been solved mm. is if before he left, hey, Grandpa, I got asked to a party. Are you cool? Yeah. yeah that's, that's all, all you needed. That's all you had to do. That's all you needed, and, and, gra- and Gohan would have been fine. Dude, come all the cake, the cake will save, we'll come back, we'll celebrate it when you come home. That's all you needed, but no, you're an asshole, and there's a pretty girl who has a boyfriend, by the way. Okay. She forgets about it too. To yeah, be fair, she though. does. Yeah, but oh my god, seriously! Yeah. And that moment too, my grand entrance. Right before that, she asks him what happened to his parents, and he's like, "I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know." He just tosses it off. Well, he, he doesn't know, but doesn't he make reference to the fact that on his 18th birthday, his grandfather was going to tell him? It's true. Yes. Which, once again, is this exact moment. moment. Wouldn't you want to be home for that this? That you have blown off your grandfather, who you know is standing there with a cake in his hands right, right now, right. is also about to tell you the most important thing about your history. Right. And I'm and just going to say with all the of it girl. off to be with this pretty yeah. chick. Bullshit. We need to talk about when Goku gets to the party. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because this scene has, in my opinion, the most fucked up thing to happen in this movie. <laughs> yes. What? Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So he gets to the party, and before he runs into Chi-Chi, we see the bullies. They come up to him, including her boyfriend, and they like are trying to... St- First of all, these guys are in high school. Fuck you. These guys right. are like 30-something. They're, they're, these guys these are, are linebackers people. for the, yeah. the, the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, Seriously. they're huge. They're, they're, they're gigantic. Huge. Yes. And he's like, I promised my grandpa I wouldn't fight. So he has them... He, he takes care of them by dodging all of their blows so that they hit each other. Yeah, apparently he has Spidey sense. Yes. Because that's exactly how it's filmed. It really yes. is a Spider-Man scene. From, the, it's, yeah. right. it's, it's like he has Spidey it sense is. because it, it zooms in on his face and you see his eyes dart to like, I know someone's behind me. And then all he has to do is either duck or jump at just the right height. And that causes that person to miss him and hit somebody else instead. Yes. And that's how he takes care of all of them. Exactly. By never landing a, a right. punch himself, which I thought was kind of he fun. allows they all they all beat each other up. Right. Exactly. And and her and the boyfriend comes into play. He's like, "I'm gonna kick your ass." Mm-hmm. And so he grabs like a fucking pipe and starts like swinging at Goku. And then th- this is where Goku jumps in his car so he can get a bunch of yuck yucks when he's missing and then also accidentally hitting his car his own. What was yeah, that, the boyfriend Porsche? is beating up his own car, which right, is like which a, he yeah. ran over Goku's bike with. Yeah, yeah, right. It's a super so, nice car, but he's smashing up this entire time. And then Goku, uh, 
one, one of the other one of the lackeys for the bully gets back up, grabs his own pipe, and they both swing at Goku together. Goku dodges, and this is the most fucked up shot in the whole movie. It is. He he miss they they miss him, but their blows connect with each other. One of them hits the bully in the hip. The other pipe hits the lackey in the fucking head. Yep. <laughs> Like, this is like a full force, like, I am not holding back anything swing. This guy goes down. And the movie, to its credit, shows the bully kind of stirring a little bit, like the, the boyfriend. Mm -hmm. But the other guy isn't fucking moving. <laughs> He's not getting up. That motherfucker's dead. He's dead. There's a guy that died at this fucking party. And, hardcore. and nothing is said about it. Nope. No. No, no nope. reference is made to it. No one checks to make sure he's okay. No. Nope. sort of. Well, if, if there was another scene that said it back on in the high to school. the party. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's like they go back to school the next day and they're like having like a memorial for that student dying. Seriously. At the party. Yep. It's if we ever went back to the school, which we which don't. We, never we don't. Do. Thank God. But yeah. it's so fucked up. But yeah, we get that. We get all that about Chi Chi talking to Goku, and then Goku suddenly realizes that something is wrong. And we cut back to Gohan, mm -hmm. Grandpa Gohan at the cabin or yep. cabin. At, at the, the house. The at house. their house, yeah. Waiting forlornly for Goku with, his, yeah. with the melted cake. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And in walks Mai and Piccolo who attack him and then just beat the shit out of him. And, and then bring Piccolo the house down. Crushes. Yeah, they beat the him house. up, realize the Dragon Ball is not, not there. Not there. And they cr he crushes the house like Vader style with his hand, which yeah. never, which he never does again later on. No, yeah. no, and this is the only state like he he holds his hand out. You were getting an over the shoulder shot, right? Just like Vader, he holds right. his hand out, and then the house just crushes collapses. in, collapses on itself. But there's no sign of the the energy blast or whatever coming from right. his hand. Right. Every other time we see him do something like that, there's some sort of energy blast. Yes, this and is this very time no, Vader. it's like straight up. I'm crushing this house, and the house crushes. It's kind of an impressive, actually. I was like, it wow, that's kind of hardcore. Yeah. And can we just, where, I mean, I know this is a dumb question to ask in this kind <laughs> of movie, but where are the police in all this? What? Because they exist in Dragon Ball. They go to the scene. They're inept in Dragon Ball, but they, they don't show exist up. in this movie. Apparently Anywhere. Not. Because, like, this guy's house got taken down. There was a, He was murdered. Maybe this high school student who was killed at the party <laughs> didn't get a fucking, like, investigation into no, this. Apparently not. Because Goku then was again, a free her man. Her family's probably rich enough just to hide the body. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she lives in a fucking castle. <laughs> but all these villages getting destroyed by Piccolo, none of these are being brought none up in the them. news. Nothing. Nothing. There's, there's no news as far as we know. No. There, no. There's no indication that any sort of transcontinental communication exists in this, no. in this movie. Just no. asking what their ancestors would have thought about it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Goku returns to the house. He holds his grandfather in his arms as he's dying. He's told to find a guy named Master Roshi. Mm -hmm. And then he dies. Enter Bulma, who just walks into this guy's house. And, oh, Zip, you, you, you have a lot to talk about with her. Oh, no. I, ju I do not understand this character at all. I, I don't understand. Where Neither she did came the writer. From. No, obviously. Yeah. I don't understand where she came from, who she's supposed to be, what her purpose is in this entire fucking story, except for the one thing, which is that she invented a device that an electronic device that can track down Dragon Balls. Right. That is her only relevance to this entire story. Otherwise, she's pointless. She has a purpose in the show. They got her character completely wrong. Mm -hmm. Now, to its credit, 
her type of character from the anime couldn't work, wouldn't translate well, because her character kind of sets women back as far as it goes as they actually kept it true to the anime, so I'm not going to fault them too much for that. Okay. But they portray her like she's Alice from the Resident Evil movies. This badass with no personality whatsoever except right. for her sometimes competent abilities. Because she can't do key either. She can't really no, fight she, very she well. No, she uses uh, some some kind of like plasma gun or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's not really any real guns in the movie either. No, well, she, but she's got a gun. They're, yeah, but they're yeah. like but energy, like right. energy, yeah, energy beams or, blast something. or something. Since she doesn't have key, yeah, she uses right. the gun, which creates an energy blast somehow. But but that's it, that's it. Like her her access to this technology, so her guns. Her the the thing that tracks down Dragon Balls and her and her cool m- her bike. motorcycle that can transform into like a little cube. Yes, yeah. her, well, they established that her dad is the owner of what's called the Capsule Corporation, which anything that is of their product can fit into a tiny little capsule. You right. press it's kind of like a Pokeball, sort of that way. Like yeah. it, it, anything they need fits inside this little miniature capsule, and that includes transportation in the movie. But they're setting her up like an action hero, and she and Goku get together because she also wants the Dragon Balls. Right. Because she wants to make an unlimited energy source. Yeah, she them. thinks right. she can make a she can create some sort of unlimited energy source. So she's kind of a balls. badass scientist, but she is. we don't Not really, really get that. She's a she's a she's a badass that does science, but she's not Asian either. No, she's not. Nope, no, she's, she's played by Amy Rossum. And who I thought did a fine job with what she was given. Mm-hmm. So I know you disagree, Jack, but I, you know, not not you. You have so much more history with this. So for me, and you know me, I can excuse a lot of shit. So for me, it seemed like she was given this sort of stock woman, and so she yeah. infused it with as much personality as she possibly could, given the circumstances, and she, yeah, so. Which I'll, is not saying much. I'll, I'll give you that. She was one of the better performances in the movie. Yeah. They go to the city to find Master Roshi. They can't find him. And then Goku says, huh, I sense my grandfather, but it's also kind of different. It must be Master Roshi. Let's go break into this guy's house in the middle of nowhere in the city <laughs> and find and him. And it's, yeah. It was weird. And that I don't weird. know how that, that shot of them approaching the house really makes it look like a house in the middle of nowhere in the middle of a giant city. Yeah. It's a callback. It, it just... It's a, thro- it's, a, it's a wink to the audience on the anime. Okay. It, well, Thanks. good for them. Thank because you. Because it makes no sense. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's dumb. It, it really doesn't work. But, yeah, Chow Yun-Fat is our Master Roshi in this movie. And I'll tell you something. They made him a clown. And it made me really mad. Because Chow Yun-Fat is a phenomenal, serious martial arts actor like he's a good actor yeah and this was not good at all it was like they were trying to make him randy quaid from independence day uh, because he even had hawaiian shirts and shit yeah and almost like woody harrelson in freaking hunger games like he was drunk and stupid this guy was a master Right. right and he was a he was a dick he was an idiot, and I, oh, it made me so mad. I because I love Chow Yun Fat. I don't think you should watch Dragon Ball the show in that case. <laughs> no, I won't. You would not have a good time. No. With him. Mm. Yeah, add all that plus he's a lecher. 
in the show. Yeah. See, oh. Well, I mean, they, they added that element in, too, because did. he kept grabbing her ass. <sighs> I just and he would be like, oh, sorry. So that's how we, well, okay, then he probably did a really good job. As far as the anime goes, he Again, probably did a really good job. They they could have picked. I mean, I can't think of another actor that could have worked for Master Roshi that's also good at martial arts. I mean, they picked him because Jackie Chan. I don't think they could have got Jackie Chan to do this. No, okay, well, I, I, uh, Jackie Chan is well. At least he would have been funnier. When you've got the resume right. that Chow Yun Fat has, when you go back to like Hard Boiled and and all of those movies, right? and then you look at Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh. Oh, come on. And he's reduced to this. Yes. Yeah. And if he wants to do comedy, awesome. I mean, he okay. has nothing to do with the action. There's like two scenes of him like summoning the the his key to yeah. make these really big things. Like he brings Goku back to life. And those and, were beautiful. And he summons this huge wave of energy to fight off Piccolo while yeah. while they're trying to grab the, the Dragon Balls. That was but that's beautiful. It. That's yes. the only amount of action he's actually involved in. And I the yeah. rest of the time he's just the comedic foil. I think he may have and been it, and miscast. he doesn't do it well. Yeah. So when they meet, they, he realizes that he is Gohan's grandson, and he reveals that he was the master of Gohan. He trained him. Okay. He cites a nursery rhyme slash prophecy, and as movie Hollywood blockbuster prophecies go it doesn't tell you jack shit about things that happen <laughs> no not it all. does not not a fucking word of it <laughs> but it essentially chalks up to hey there's going to be an eclipse and there's something called a key that's going to save the day otherwise the world's going to blow up and uzaru is going to come back and everything's going to suck and so they're like hey goku you must be the key because this movie keeps telling us that you're important <laughs> which which is another thing. Oh my God! Why not come up with a different term to, to, to like call him the 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 one or the special one or the chosen one or the prodigal son or something? Why would you say you must be the key to all this when the whole mystical magical element of your fighting style is called key? Jesus Christ, I was so confused. I'm like, wait, he's the key to the key? What? what? <laughs> like, I know that the mystical element key is called K, or is spelled K-I. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, it's Thank spelled K-I. Thank you. But it's pronounced key. Kay. But why would you keep calling him, you must be the key, K-E-Y. <laughs> right, that's what the I key. thought it was. K-I. Oh, Oh, uh, the guy that wrote this needs to be punched in the face several times <laughs> for multiple reasons. The, so Roshi says we have to go to the secret training ground for some reason. Why? I can't remember. Never explained. We don't no. know. There's a secret training ground where you have to go to learn to master your arts. And they get there, and uh, Chi-Chi's hanging out there. We learn that she's... There are hundreds of people oh, yeah, there. There's so many people. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's what even is like. I thought you said this place was secret. Yeah. And Chow Yun Fat's just standing there making the stupidest face. Like, oh, I didn't know. So, so Chi Chi's a fighter, and she's like talking to Goku about it. Yeah, I fight, but I don't want people back home to know because they wouldn't understand. Meanwhile, we cut Says later on. Says the woman on. who lives in the castle on the hill. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then she's like winning world championships later in fighting tournaments. Mm -hmm. That's not exactly keeping a low profile, Chi Chi. No, it's not. And that's another thing. Apparently, this is an entire culture. 
where people come from uh, from all over to attend these special tournaments. Right. It's like where they fight times. in this style. And I'm like, well, obviously it's not that much of a secret. <laughs> Everybody knows about it because the whole world is here watching the stupid tournament. Yep. Well, they leave her ass behind. They keep going in search for another Dragon Ball. And they fall into a hole. They drive straight into it. And they're all down there just fucking off at the bottom of the hole. And then this guy <laughs> pokes his head out. And hey, look, it's a guy named Yamcha, who is also in the anime. And the actor really wanted us to know that because his performance is only trying to impersonate the voice, the American voice actor who does Yamcha. Because all he does is talk like a surfer the entire right. time. He's playing it like it's a cartoon character. Yes. Not- mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. And he's a dick. Yeah. But once again, that's the whole tonal thing. Right. Th- Which there movie was are no we in? consistency in tone for any of this. Yeah. No. That is correct. But they're spinning t- the, the only reason they're in this hole in the first place is so the movie can take a quote unquote breath. Ooh, slow down plot. <laughs> we have this fire we have this talk around a fire, and Roshi tells them everything we were fucking told <laughs> in the beginning, in of, the the beginning movie, of the movie. In the opening narration. What? <laughs> Why? What did you guys talk about in the thousands of miles you probably drove to get to where you are? Fuck if I know. No, he was he was uh, Goku was standing on his hands trying to use the force <laughs> or whatever it was it to to explode like oranges that. in Chow Yun Fat's face. Yep. Which was so ridiculous. Stupid. But hey, this is apparently the most convenient hole for them to land in in the fucking world because hey, there's a dragon there's ball. There's a dragon ball just on the other side of this dirt. Yeah, like dig like a little like a foot deep into Seriously. the side wall and it's there. And well, they, it, it <laughs> through a, f- a foot of dirt and it's there in the next chamber which is full of lava yeah for some reason well, and that's the thing too they they say that they they realize the dragon ball's there when the al- when the radar goes off but mm-hmm. this was after a night of talking together around the fire what was it doing the yeah, entire like exactly. an entire that's night exactly has passed right. and yes. they just now realized oh wait there's a dragon ball there's a dragon ball yeah but they get out of the hole just because they can i mean master Roshi just jumps up there because he's powerful okay so Yamcha joins the gang and they go to the city. Cut to Piccolo, who's on his airship and he says, I'm going to dispatch some minions to take care of this. Mm-hmm. And he gets in this super dark, almost like H.R. Geiger-esque blood drawing machine Yeah, to create these these strange creatures, which I still don't know what the fuck those were. I, d- I don't know what they are. I don't know how they are actually created because you see the things clamped down on Piccolo's arms. And it extracts the fluid from his body. And then it goes into this chamber where this magical creature just and, and why does he slowly ne- evolves. And why does he need that if he's going to have a Ozaro yeah. later? He's mad at Mai <laughs> because she failed to get the Dragon Ball the first time. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird because he's gone. You've seen him accompanying her every single time they've gone on an excursion to get a Dragon yeah. Ball previously. So why didn't he decide to go with her that time? Or why didn't he go with her on the subsequent time to make sure she got it right? No. Yeah. Because we can't have the final fight till the end of the movie. That's why. <laughs> but these things are... You never actually see what they are because the CGI with them is mm. terrible. And... They're, they're like some kind of strange urukai, but you never actually get a focus in on what people are actually fighting because they're right. in the lava. They're in they're in Mordor, like you. Right. Yeah. Said yeah. Earlier. Pretty yeah. much. And 
these things attack. You, again, you never get a clear shot. This is why I hated the fight choreography. Yeah, the, the, this, this this sequence above weird. all is yeah. is the is the worst one because yes. there's no clear delineation of what is actually happening. We don't know what these creatures are. We just know that they keep getting sliced in half. And right. when they get sliced into two parts, then both halves completely regenerate into a full one. So right. every time you cut one in half, it grows two. Right. So they keep multiplying the number of enemies that they're fighting. And then uh, and then Roshi says, you got to throw them in the lava. That's the only way to destroy them. Yeah. But they just kind of hover on top for a little bit. And yeah, then, but they just sort of hang out at the top of the lava like they float. Right. So Only so Goku's like, to. oh, okay. So he starts slicing them into multiple pieces, and Roshi's like, what are you doing? He's like, making a bridge. And he starts throwing all the small pieces while they're regenerating right. into the lava to make a, a long bridge. bridge of monster bodies that goes from one side of the lava pit to the other which apparently you could have just walked around because (laughs) that's not the way he came back after getting the dragon ball nope but he go he leaps from body to body to body of monsters across the lava to get to the little mound where the dragon ball is he grabs it my shows up she knocks it out of his hands he and grabs it and then she and then he like hits her and she drops it and he picks it back up anyway he's some oh no i know what it is is that she tries to hit him and then she hits him directly in the face and then her fist just stops like he's made of lead or something and like it just it it hits and then his face is perfectly still yeah and she's like what and then he blasts her and then he picks the dragon ball up and then magically appears on the other side of the lake, even though we have a shot of the monster bodies finally, finally right. going down in the lava. And, they and then he just appears on the other side. So he could have walked around the entire time. And they don't even address that she attacked. Like They just fought all these strange no. like CGI Urukai things, and then she attacks from out of nowhere. They're not just like, whoa, who the fuck is this chick? Yeah, they don't acknowledge her at all. Yeah, like when, when Goku like knocks her out and she just disappears, they aren't like, whoa, who was that? What happened to her? Should we check? No, they're just nope. like, huh, just this Japanese woman just showed up and now she's gone. Thing. Yep. So the go to a temple? And yes. Yes, because kind of Roshi says that in order to capture Piccolo, they need to get another... Abafuba. Yes. And so they go to the temple, and it's Ernie Hudson. Yes, it is. I like him. Shitting me. <laughs> that's Ernie Hudson. That yeah. was him. Yeah, that's yeah, Ernie, Hudson. Ernie Hudson. I knew that motherfucker looked familiar. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Ernie! Why? <laughs> I just gave you new information, dude. Couldn't you have just gone to a con that weekend? It would have been much better. <laughs> no. but he was. You didn't re- realize they had to go to Winston Zeddemore to get. Yeah, come on. Uh. Oh, yeah. But yeah, they, they they go to this temple to find it, Ernie Hudson's character, who is one of the old like the stoic, white-haired mystic guy. Yeah. Mystic, but he's black. Thank yeah, African American guy. I'm down with that. <laughs> he Toast. looks like the master from Kill Bill Volume Two, but yes. black. Yes, basically without yeah. the long beard. But he makes he he, he makes them a mafuba jar. I might be going or however to it's called the, the same jar that Piccolo was was captured. Yes, yes. Two thousand years ago, because now they keep giving definite. It was two thousand years ago. Right. Yep. Yes. Not a few thousand or a couple thousand. Now they're just straight up saying two thousand years ago. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, the same jar that they captured Piccolo in 2,000 years ago, he makes another one for them. Well, that's about all the time we have left for this episode. So once again, guys, be sure to check back in in two weeks to see all those pesky loose ends get dealt with in this vile piece of shit. Take care.